EO Fire 1379. All my motivation just seeped out of that blister, and for 10 minutes, I literally didn't go anywhere. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you looking for an all-in-one podcasting solution? Visit podcastwebsites.com and schedule a chat to see why podcast websites is for you. Ignite. Entrepreneurs, near and far, John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Warren Pohl. Warren, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, hell yes, yes, I am. (laughs) A former journalist for the UK's leading newspapers, Warren's also an ultra marathon runner. Those two worlds collided unexpectedly, leading him to forming a groundbreaking nutrition company, 33 Shake, back in 2012. Neither he or his co-founding partners had any prior business experience or qualifications, which turned out to be their biggest assets. So Warren, take a minute, brother, fill in any gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Okay, I will dive into it and I promise you I will keep this brief. But uh, you're quite right. There I was, was a journalist in the UK. I was living in London and my big transition from there to uh, running around the world as a sports nutrition entrepreneur began with me running a really, really long way. Uh, It was 2007. I was a physical wreck. uh, And a mate of mine says, do you want to run the Marathon de Saab with me? That's a 156-mile, six-day, self-sufficient run across the Sahara. And at the time, uh, I mean, I'd run a bit at school, but never more than 10K in my life. And uh, at this stage, I had back pain and all sorts of trouble. I could barely run for a bus. Um, So obviously, I said, yes, I will do that with you. (laughs) And (laughs) this is what I did. It turned out to be, in hindsight, what a great example of goal setting. I agreed. I paid the deposit. I had a date when I had to be doing something. It was two years in the future. Okay, I was going to ask. It was, it was two years. So you had, it two wasn't years. like tomorrow we're going to run across the Sahara Desert. <laughs> no, he, he gave me a little more space than that. Actually, <laughs> long story short, he, he dropped out before we got there. Wow. Um, but I, I stupidly kept with it. And thank God, because it changed my life. Because mm. um, I had that first year. I thought, okay, I've got a year to see if I can ever run again. And I actually worked at my rehab, so rather than going to the physio, expecting them to fix me, and then uh, wondering why it didn't work, I actually did the exercises. I worked at it one year later. Yes, I can run again. Okay, so I've got one year to see if I can run. Can I get to the point where I can do back-to-back marathons on consecutive days, and can I run 50 miles in one go? Uh, and it, that was it. I actually I achieved those goals. I ran to that finish line in the Sahara, and when I got to the, the finish line of the race, I realized it wasn't a finish line for me. This was a start line. I felt better than I had done in my entire life. This was a complete life-changing moment. Since then, I've run 30-plus ultramarathons, uh, and the things I really go for are kind of the 50 to 100-mile single-stage events in the mountains. So all this is going on, and I'm still working as a journalist, and I'm writing for The Times, The Telegraph, The Guardian, all the main papers in the UK, and I write across a broad spread from like serious investigation through to like motoring and food and travel. Um, but the more I'm getting into this crazy endurance stuff, the more I start writing about it. And this is where those two worlds collide for me because that's going to be the big aha moment we'll come to in a bit. But that was where, that's where the company was born. What was the hardest mile of those 156 miles? I mean, I know there's a lot of hard miles, Warren, but is there one that you look back and you're like, I'm only at mile 46 right now, or just one of the, like, what was the toughest mile? 
So I think the toughest one, and I remember it, it was, so they they mix up the mileage in that race. So you don't run a marathon a day. Some days you run a bit more, some days you run a bit less. And in the middle, they throw you a curveball, which is the double marathon day, and they give you like a couple of days to complete it. So you set off in the morning, and you have until the end of the following day to do it. But the smart money, if you can, is to go straight through that night. Don't stop. Get it done, because then you get into that next night's camp, and you've got however much time of that second day is remaining, that's time for you to put your feet up. So I'm pushing through for that. Um, blisters are obviously starting to happen right. by this stage. It's a long time on your feet, sand in your shoes, all that sort of thing. And I, it was the night. And I now know I've done a lot of races going through the night. You're in your lowest point mentally between 2 and 5 a.m. because naturally that's when the body wants to sleep and it is shouting at you to do that and you're shouting at it to not do that. So you, you're, it's a difficult time anyway. I had this blister and I trod on a rock and my blister burst. Oh. It was a big one. I had this big <laughs> wet blister burst in my foot. The pain's going through me. I was broken already. It's like three in the morning. And with that, it's like all my motivation just seeped out of that blister. And for 10 minutes, I literally didn't go anywhere until I pulled myself together, manned up and just got on with shuffling. And what do you know? You keep shuffling and suddenly you find yourself running again an hour later. It's, it's an insane experience. All my motivation seeped out of that blister. Have you ever used that in any kind of writing in the past? I mean, that's an amazing line. I really haven't. You know what? That's uh, No one's ever asked me that specifically about that race. And that moment, I've never really spoken about other than with friends. So no, you absolutely are the creator of that line. Without that question, that line wouldn't exist. Okay, give me credit the first two times you relate it, and then it's yours. <laughs> you got a deal. Yes. So let's talk about today, Warren, before we kind of dive into more of your journey here with 33 Shake, et cetera. What are the ways that you generate revenue in your business today? We generate revenue by producing and selling the world's cleanest, most potent endurance nutrition. We sell it direct on, on online only through our website at 33shake.com. Uh, we sell across the UK and Europe, and now we're across the US as well. And we just use simple technology and the ever-increasing power of online shopping to remove all of the middlemen from the food chain in getting our products to the customers. That means no wholesalers, no retailers, no distributors, because they all cost a fortune, but they don't add anything to the final product. Instead, all of that money that would go on that goes on to our ingredients and production instead. It's what people are paying for. And that allows us to spend over 50 times what the industry standard is per product on our ingredients alone while still running a profitable business. And it delivers a difference people can feel. That is how we make money because without the products being good enough, that a word of mouth spread is going to make people go, wow, I feel different. I'm going to tell my friends we wouldn't have a business because the way we run it, there really isn't much budget for marketing or anything. It's all in the products. So people have got to feel it and they got to tell people. And what do you know? They do. That's taken us from our London apartment in 2012 and making it in our kitchen through to being here across the UK, Europe and the US. And it's even got us, uh, we've got a number of elite athletes who've started taking an interest over the years. We've had uh, Team Sky, uh, one of the major pro cycling teams. They've been trialing our products. We've had Bradley Wiggins, probably the most uh, successful cyclist of his generation, uh, Tour de France winner, a load of Olympic gold medals, all sorts of things. Uh, so he still holds the record for our biggest ever order, dropping just shy of $1,000 in one hit with us, despite being sponsored by somebody else. <laughs> Fire Nation, there's a great takeaway 
segue here because I get questions all the time, Warren. John, what's the best marketing technique? What's the newest and the greatest and the best? And my answer is always make great stuff. Like focus on that product, on that service that you're creating. If it's a podcast, a blog, a pill, if it's a drink, if you know, if it's a book, like fill in the blank, make it great because your best marketing will always be word of mouth marketing from your current clients, from your current consumers. So Make it better. Spend your extra time, energy, effort, and money, you know, not on the next Facebook ad, but on making your own product better. I mean, that's how you build the right kind of business. Now, real quick, Warren, I don't want to go into too much detail, but give us the quick rundown. Where did the name 33 Shake come from? That comes from the fact that the very first product we made uh, and put on sale, it was a shake blend, and it had 33 individual superfood ingredients in it. It's like a pre- and post-workout shake, but the greatest one you could ever imagine. Um, <laughs> and we thought, well, we have a product. Let's name the company after this. Nice. So off it went. That's and, great. Uh, it, it, it's grown from there. It's like there. Heinz 57. Well, exactly. You know, they got 57, we got 33, right? But, I mean, they proved the marketing. That's the thing is they saw that people were like, wow, there's 57 different ingredients. Like, to me, that is just perception of value right there. It's not just a tomato and a couple other ingredients. It's like, yes, we got a lot of things going on in here to make this the best ketchup in the world. So, Warren, we could kind of sit here all day, and we're going to be doing a lot of circling back and forth around this topic. But I want to get to to the meat and potatoes of what you consider <laughs> your worst entrepreneurial moment. So take us there, brother. I will take you right there. My stomach churns going back to this, yes, right? When, I when love that. that. That Elon Musk quote, I think he attributes it to a friend of his. Uh, building a company is like chewing glass while staring into the abyss. Now, <laughs> three years ago, I'd have read that and gone, I have no idea what you're talking about. I know exactly what he's talking about. Now, I've chewed the glass, I've stared in the abyss, and it happened with our American launch. Uh, so there we are. We're, we're set in the UK. Um, we're, we're growing. We're growing across Europe. That's all going well. So we're like, well, we should go to America now because we've been over here a lot. The time felt so right. And we realized if we waited until we were ready, we'd never be ready. It was time to do it. So we started that ball rolling. Um, and just I think probably the biggest lesson to start with is that no one will help you. As an entrepreneur, the sooner you realize it's all down to you, the better. Um, and we really hit that moment. We had a meeting with the UK government's department, UK Trade and Industry, and their sole remit is to help British businesses export abroad. That's what they do. This is a government-funded department. Uh, we had a meeting with them. We outlined our plans with them. They're like, yeah, sure, we can help you with this, and it'll be great. And we thought, great, we've got a really good partner here. These people are going to help us with what we don't know. And what do you know? We're like, okay, first question, a little bit down the line. How do we deal with import duty? Ah, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. We, we don't really deal with that. Okay. Uh, next question a week later. We've got to work out how to uh, collect, remit sales tax, where we're liable, all this sort of thing in America. You got anyone can help on that? No, we don't really do that. Okay. Next one, another week later. Uh, right, we're trying to work out food labeling and FDA regulations. Can, have you got any contacts? No, that's not something we really work with. And as this went on, at every point, we felt like the only people in the world who had ever exported a food product from the UK to America. Um, the system is just not geared up for the lightweight modern e-commerce model. It is really geared up for the old industrial heavy retail model. Um, everything can be done but we had to do it all ourselves. And so starting and committing and then finding out that there were 20 different hurdles that we never even knew existed 
until we began the process. And not only that, the people we thought could help us and others, you know, whether it was uh, accountants or tax advisors or lawyers, the answers weren't really there. We had to just go digging after every single one ourselves. And ah, oh, it was so, so hard. And on top of this, the cost and the budget that we had to do this, we've worked it out beforehand. It all looks good. We've pushed go. And the cost just kept going up and up. So on the one hand, you've got all these extra hurdles appearing. On the other hand, we've got this cost going up and up and up at the same time. And like I said, there we are, staring into the abyss, chewing the glass. And once you're committed, the only answer was to just keep digging, keep digging. We had a goal. We knew where we wanted to be. The route had totally changed. But what do you know? We got there. And thank heavens we did because it's the greatest thing the company's done. Uh, We're now, I still can't quite believe I'm sitting here talking to you as the owner of basically an international company right? um, across Europe and America. Uh, It was very, very painful. But um, what a transformation. Fire Nation, something that I really want to make sure you get from this, that I am taking from this, is that when you're going forward in a venture, you need to find somebody who is currently where you want to be, someone who has been through that, someone who has hopefully already chewed the glass and stared into the abyss so that they can say, listen, these are the hurdles you are going to face. These are the pitfalls. These are the, the shortcuts, You know, the, the fast forward buttons that you can press along the way. And, and that's what a mentor is. So if you can find the right mentor, if you can say, you know, hey, I'm looking to be a successful business podcast host. You need to go find a successful business podcast host who has been there, done that, and is currently wearing that pin. I mean, that was me back in 2012 with Jamie Masters. I mean, what do you want to succeed in, Fire Nation? Like, find that person, reach out to them, Fortune Favors the Bold, have them guide you. And, you know, for Warren, I mean, he was treading new ground. There might not have been that person, but guess what? Now Warren is that person for people <laughs> that are looking to do what he's just done. He's, he's chewed that glass, he's staring in the abyss. So make sure you make that effort Fire Nation. Now, Warren, in just one sentence, what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? I think I'd like them to get the fact that you do not have to have uh, business qualifications, outside investment, or in-depth knowledge of and the industry that you want to go into. You know, if that's podcasting, if you've never podcasted before, that may be the best ever thing. In our case, we didn't have that investment. We didn't have that background in the sports nutrition industry. And myself and my other two co-founding partners, uh, we did not have any business backgrounds or qualifications. And they turned out to be huge benefits for us, all of those things. You've had a lot of great aha moments, Warren. What's one of your greatest? Take us there. I want to hear that story. I'll take you to the biggest, which is the one that created the company. Because if, if we, we go back to that point, I'm a journalist, I, I'm writing for all these newspapers and then also the fitness magazines. I'm doing these extreme long distance races. And there's a problem because when you start going a bit longer, you need to start using uh, sports nutrition as you go or at least fueling yourself as you go because you're going to need to keep topped up. You've got to eat for recovery. I was using all these products and I felt horrible using them. I got awful results. My energy levels are all over the place in races. I got sick all the time when I'm training hard. I had stomach trouble in the middle of races. On and on it goes. And uh, my wife, Erica, who's also one of the co-founders of the company, she was a triathlete, still is, and she hated the stuff. Um, but she's an Italian and, you know, bad food and Italians, it just doesn't go together. Mm. But we got speaking with friends, people we train with, people we race with. Everybody felt like this, but they hadn't really questioned it which is where it comes back. I was very fortunate to be in a unique situation because journalism opens a lot of doors. I had in-depth access 
to nutrition companies, their products and their experts because they all want the product placement coverage. So they literally throw stuff and experts at you. Um, but I had in-depth access to a ton of elite athletes as well for interviews, features. And I would always ask them, regardless of the feature subject, I would ask them, what do you eat? Because I was interested. <laughs> I was having so much trouble. And here comes the paradox, right? Because I keep talking to the nutrition company saying, I'm having problems. What should I do? And the same answer keeps coming back. It's a formula. You know, you've got to eat X grams of carbs and X grams of protein and you've got to do it this much. And if you, you have stomach trouble, you just have to train with the products and train your stomach. They're saying that. And the athletes are all saying something very different. They're saying clean, whole, natural food. That's the foundation of performance. That's where everything is built. And so I put my journalism hat back on. I started reading labels on these products and investigating what's in them. And what do you know? Across the board, literally, it's shocking. They are all made with the cheapest, nastiest, man-made sugars, sweeteners, and preservatives, things that you would normally find in the junk food art, whether it's soda, candy, chips, ice cream. Yet here they are being repackaged and repurposed for athletes. And there you go. Here we are. we know that clean whole food is where performance is made. It's, it's pure common sense, but it took speaking to elite athletes for me to work it out. Um, but we're eating junk food on race day. It's no wonder we feel so awful. So there's the aha moment where Eric and I go, I wonder if we could do something else here. How do we get all this clean whole natural food into something we can use for sports nutrition? And we didn't find anything. So we started testing. We'd read loads about superfoods. We started testing with them, trialing them out. And um, it was an awful experiment for months. The, the stuff tasted <laughs> horrible. Uh, we wasted so much money on ingredients that went off before we used them. We couldn't make it simple to use. I'd come in from a run just covered in ingredients and like stuff all over my face. It was just useless. <laughs> and this is where um, yeah, maybe fortune favors the brave. Maybe it's fate. Maybe it's just one of those things. But uh, our third partner, he arrived. So he's our brother-in-law's brother. Uh, he's Canadian. Uh, as is our brother-in-law, funnily enough. Uh, he'd not been to the UK. We hadn't met him, and he came over. He stayed in our place, um, and what do you know? Got chatting. He'd been studying superfoods for 10 years, and that's when we put our heads together. We knew what the problem was. He knew how to formulate the answers, and over three months, we started making those products and trialing them, and the results we had were phenomenal. I took an hour off my best time on the same 50-mile course with no change in training or anything else. I was recovering better. I felt better. Stomach trouble was gone. We're like, okay, let's, let's do something with this. We don't know anything about business, but I think we can probably open a website. Um, and that's it. We started selling stuff literally out of our kitchen, carrying it in bags to the local post office. And when we sold $16,000 worth of product in the first fortnight, we thought we might just be onto something. It's fascinating, Fire Nation, what happens when you actually read the ingredients. I mean, to me, to this day, the best marketing ploy in the world is vitamin water. I mean, people are literally drinking vitamin water every single day, thinking that it's like making them more of an athlete or giving them the vitamin nutrition that they need. When you look on the actual nutrition, it's like 52 grams of sugar in this one basically bottle of watered sugar. I mean, 
it's just crazy what can happen when you don't look under the hood. And so Fire Nation, like, what are you passionate about? What are you excited about? Look at Warren. Like, he was so fired up about running and about getting a better time and about actually feeling good while he was doing it and not getting sick, et cetera. And so he looked under the hood and what did he find? He found the issue. So what is it that you love? You know, is it horseback riding? Is, you know, it golfing, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is, like look under the hood of some things that a lot of us just take for granted because, you know, they have like USDA approved or whatever that stamp might be. Like, no, like look under the hood. Like let's, let's police the police here. Let's see what's going on. So that's my big takeaway. And just one sentence, Warren, what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets? I think it's that simple thing that if there is something that they want to do, then they should go and do it and not let any lack of knowledge, experience or finance hold you back. You know, if you want to do it, you'll find a way. And if you're outside the industry without the qualifications, chances are you'll find a solution that no one else has found because you're not going to think like them. What are you most excited about today? I am most excited about today. Apart from this interview, of course, <laughs> this is it, right? Yes, that's, this that's is the it. big this thing. This is the culmination. After, this, this is the gold. After this, I'm most fired up about the fact that not only are we on sale in the US, but we are on tour in the US for the last two months and for the next month. Erica, myself, and, and Dan as well, we have been touring across the country. Started in Seattle. We're going to. We've got to New York now, and we're working our way right through. Just spreading the 33 Shake Love as far and as wide as we can in an old school way. This is proper grassroots stuff. We're getting out. We're building our network, meeting runners, meeting athletes, meeting clubs, all meeting media, all that kind of thing. Um, and what an adventure. What a great way to, to build a business. If you'd have told me I'd be doing this five years ago, I wouldn't have believed you. Fire Nation, well, you better believe that we are going to be crushing the lightning round with value bombs galore. So don't you go anywhere. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, you're an expert at what you do, and you focus on that one thing in order to make the biggest impact. That's what makes you an incredible entrepreneur. When it comes to legal details, not your expertise. Luckily, you can count on LegalZoom. LegalZoom has helped over 1 million people get set up the right way. They've also helped businesses set up and review contracts, state employment laws, and more. Don't spend your precious time researching laws and reading small prints. Let LegalZoom do what they do best. They have a network of independent attorneys licensed in 48 states who know your local laws and regulations. They'll even provide the legal answers for your day-to-day questions. The best part is you don't pay by the hour since LegalZoom isn't a law firm. Instead, you pay a low monthly fee and you know exactly what you're getting up front. Visit LegalZoom.com today so you can spend your time growing your business instead of worrying about the legal details. Use code EOF in the box at checkout to save more at LegalZoom.com. Fire Nation, I am asked daily about my morning routine. The first action I take each morning, hydrate. We spend eight hours getting dehydrated and it is critical that we hydrate early and often. Sadly, I never liked pounding plain water. It was always a chore. Now I look forward to it. What changed, you might ask? Organifi. Organifi is a superfood powder that I mix in a glass of water and in seconds I've got a green drink that supercharges my body. Man, does it taste good. Ready to join me, Fire Nation? Simply visit Organifi.com and enter promo code FIRE to get 20% off your 30-day supply of Organifi. Plus, Organifi is going to ship you your own Freedom Journal as a bonus. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, promo code FIRE. Warren, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? 
Absolutely. I was <laughs> born ready with lightning or something. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Turns out it was absolutely nothing. As soon as I realized that, I couldn't get started fast enough. What's the best advice you've ever received? Start with the end in mind. Unless you know where you're going, why you're going there, and what it looks like when you arrive, you can't ever get there. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Okay, so this one, it's no work talk before breakfast is on the table. No work talk after dinner is on the table. If you work with your spouse, partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever, this is the vital key for your marriage, your relationship, your business, and your sanity. It is great advice, Fire Nation. Coming firsthand. Now, can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? I can. It's that uh, Seth Godin's free audio series, Startup School. 15 episodes of brilliance and just something you want in your corner when you're starting out on your own. I've re-listened to that probably four times all the way through beginning to end. Like every like eight or nine months, I kind of get that like Seth Godin itch. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going back to startup school. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? The book's called Making Money is Killing Your Business. It's by a man called Chuck Blakeman. Uh, it's been transformative for 33 Shake. If you imagine Tim Ferriss' four-hour work week mm. uh, as the university course, Chuck's book is the MBA. Warren, I want to end today on fire, brother. So give us a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. That parting piece of guidance, that's going to be starting with the end in mind. If you don't know where you're going, what it looks like for your life as well as your business, you can't get there. And if people want to connect, then you'll find us at 33shake.com and on all the socials, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the whole lot. Hey, John, one other thing while I remember is that there is a code at 33shake.com and it is, of course, FIRE, F-I-R-E. That's all it is, 10% off everything we have for anyone in the nation out there. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and you have been hanging out with WP and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Warren in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about. Of course, you can check out 33shake.com. We're talking resources, books. It's all there waiting for you. Best show notes in the biz, time stamped, you name it. It's there for you, this entire conversation. And Warren, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, brother. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Looking forward to it. It was an absolute pleasure. Fire Nation, it's tough to figure out exactly what your ideal customer wants and needs. But sometimes all you have to do is ask. And Qualaroo can help. Qualaroo lets you deliver real-time surveys to your site visitors so you can ask for feedback and help improve user experience. With class-leading targeting and segmentation abilities, it's easy to ask the right users the right questions at the right time. Take the guesswork out of your strategy. Visit Qualaroo.com to get your first two weeks of service free. That's Q-U-A-L-A-R-O-O dot com. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. It's time to share your voice and message with the world, and our free podcast course will show you the way. Text podcast course, all one word, to 33444 and ignite.